Hello all, it's Anna and Morella for Blooming Boomers of Autumn and Winter. And today we've got Lorraine Stilitis, and I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Yes, that's good. And you're a, a Lorraine. Lorraine is a certified Pilates instructor at Vital Core Fitness Pilates, which is in the Vancouver area, I believe in Coquitlam. Yeah. So, Lorraine, welcome. Thank hi, you. Lorraine. Hi, hi Morella. Glad and to be here. That's yeah, we're happy to have you, and, uh, well, tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, well, um, I became certified as a Pilates instructor uh, probably within the last two years, just that. But prior to that, I had quite a few decades um, in the fitness industry as a BCRP fitness instructor, uh, worked in gyms, taught yoga, taught Pilates. Um, taught uh, quite a, a wide variety of different types of fitness classes. Step, as you know, was pretty popular, so I did a lot of step classes mm -hmm. and kickbox classes, and and that's oh, how I sort box. of uh, added to uh, my income as a young, you know, um, married woman. Uh, and I had twin boys, and uh, I, then unfortunately there was a divorce after that. So sometimes life has its uh, little turns up and turns mm. down so that's when I decided to go back to university and uh, reclaim you know some of the credits that I had previously gotten from Douglas College and add that towards uh, doing two degrees so I did a Bachelor of Education and a Bachelor of General Studies degree which encompassed uh, a minor in phys physical education and a mi mm. minor in kinesiology and an extended minor in visual arts and I did a health and fitness certificate and wow. a teaching wow, certificate. Yes. So I did quite a, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of studies. I loved my experiences in, in Simon Fraser University. And then I went on to teach and was employed as a teacher on call uh, for 12, 12 to 13 years uh, working locally. And I also worked in the gym still in the week and hmm. the evenings. I did ESL, I did fr uh, tutoring French, and I worked weekends as well in the gym and taught all those same types of fitness classes. And they morphed over time, you know, depending on the flavor of the fitness industry. But I managed to keep that BCRPA certification going simultaneously while teaching and, um, and just working to mm -hmm. basically pay back student loans and to reclaim my life from you know, ground zero back right up again. after a divorce. But family. also, you you've stayed very fit. Yeah, at w the why, same time. Why Pilates? Why why Pilates in the end? Why did you decide to get certified? Well, it got to the point where I had so much certification through BCRP, and in order to maintain it, we have to fulfill a yearly requirement of uh, depending on your level of certification that you attain. Uh, and mine was 24 credits per year. Well, I had done older age module. I had done the personal training module. I qualified for a trainer of weight trainers and personal trainers. I had done uh, group fitness, trainer of group fitness instructors. I had done the yoga module. I had done the Pilates module, and I had done the supervisor of Pilates. So I had all this. So, Every yeah. year it was something new, but was, was there anything really new in the, that arena? maybe the Pilates would be a newer direction to go because um, it was I was interested in it and it was uh, another level up. What What is Pilates? I don't mm -hmm. think I've ever done Pilates. I've done mm -hmm. yoga, I've done weight training, mm -hmm. I've done step, yeah. but I've never done Pilates. What What is Pilates? 
Uh, Pilates is uh, a practice, well it was it was called Contrology and it was Joseph Pilates in 1883. He was born in 1883 over in Germany and he had a lot of health issues. He had rickets and uh, there was a couple of other health issues that he had um, and he sort of began to rehabilitate himself through physical fitness. His father was in, into gymnastics and whatnot, so he uh, developed his practice over the over the period of his re really his lifetime. He was really 50 years ahead of time with his ideas, you know. Um, and he worked with uh, World War One veterans, uh, veterans and, and, and rehabilitation. Mm -hmm. So he fashioned out of uh, hospital beds all these gadgetry that we now know as the Cadillac and he made the, the, the Pilates equipment. So is Pilates equipment based? Can you only do Pilates with equipment? That's a good question Morella. Um, there is there is also the mat Pilates. Oh, which are yeah. like exercises yes. that you do on the mat? Exactly. Yeah. So, okay. so how, how yeah. is then Pilates, so maybe one more with the history of Pilates. Mm -hmm. I always had the impression that dancers in particular yes. love Pilates. Is that the case or? Yeah, in uh, the early 1900s, Joseph uh, immigrated over, uh, over to New York and worked with uh, the New York Ballet Company. And uh, soon all the socialites in New York City were coming to see him as well as the artists and the actors. So it, things just grew and grew from there uh, in New York uh, in terms of the popularity of the practice. So how, how different is that practice, say, from yoga or...? Mm -hmm. uh, well, a lot of people ask that question. They want to compare those two. Um, really, uh, yoga has different roots. Pilates is the breath is quite in contrast with many different types of yoga breath there are. In particular it would contrast with the yoga breath being that belly breath whereas Pilates is more about engaging through the transversus and oblique muscles to flatten the belly rather than to puff it out in the big yoga uh, belly breath per se. So um, there are differences from the breath to the types of movement and the intention. I would say that uh, Pilates is a bit more technical. It's more tied to physiology um, than yoga. Not to but are we still talking that in Pilates you're doing stretches mm -hmm. and you're doing like isometrics almost? Um, no, actually it would be more isotonic movements, moving uh, your muscles it's exercising your muscles with movement okay. rather than isometric would mean a holding. An example of holding an, uh, an exercise would be to press your palms together and to resist your palms mm -hmm. and thus engaging your pectoralis major and it's not lengthening or shortening, it's just firing in, the, in said length. Whereas isotonic movement means your muscles are lengthening and shortening throughout the movement. Okay, so, so hence why dancers would probably prefer that because it makes you more graceful, more lengthened, I'm well, guessing. Yeah, I would say that uh, I, uh, it would address the overuse injuries with ballet, for example. 
what happens is, as with uh, strength training or any other thing you can think of, your body's going through a re repetitive action, which leads to overuse injuries. So um, it puts your body at risk, the joints, and you're bound to head for injury if you do too much of any one thing. Mm -hmm. So this addresses the whole body, in particular the reformer, where you're lying flat on your back, is really great for um, realigning the spine. And we can talk a lot about what is that. You know, the, the five principles of Pilates, for example, would include the breath. It's a specific breath, in through the nose, exhalation through the mouth, like you're breathing through a straw, you're exhaling through a straw, thus firing through the transversus and flattening. So just bringing that awareness to the client in, in the Pilates studio, how they should be breathing uh, to engage their core muscles is a benefit to them, and that's just one of the five Pilates principles. You also have cranial vertebral flexion, which is like a head nod. So getting them aware of where their bones are in their body and getting them into a proper neutral alignment so they have less risk of injury. Um, rib cage placement, where is their rib cage? They get to know about their body through their practice with the guidance of the Pilates instructor. Where is my pelvis? What kind of pelvis do I have? Do I have a rotated pelvis clockwise, counterclockwise? anterior, posterior tilt, am I in the right place? How can I work towards shortening or lengthening muscles and get, uh, trying to achieve a, a more of a pain-free um, uh, alignment for my, my body so that I can enjoy every day of my life? And if you can see the applications to learning the practice uh, with uh, the 55H plus group, but that's not exclusive to uh, older mm -hmm. people, but definitely has Do you have people that, that join after their 55, for the first time after their 55? Um, yes, we do. Yes, we do. And, um, hmm. you know, I would liken that experience to, it's a lot of information for them initially, uh -huh. depending on where they've come from, their previous experience, exercise history, previous experiences, previous injuries, it's going to influence the know, level, what, yeah. what they can do there, but also mentally how much they're going to absorb this. It's going to take some time to right. get to know the practice and get to do it so you get the benefits out of it. So the benefits sound like all over, physical mm -hmm. and emotional and I would imagine even your mind, um, you know, the neurons mm. and working That's better. right. Exactly, exactly. So so it, it is preventive. It is like a proactive decision to do this, to invest the time, and it could be mm. mat-based or you could do equipment-based. Um, and it sounds like you're, you're willing to, you or perhaps any Pilates studio now, mm. willing to work with an older age group and then kind of adapt it to their needs. Well, definitely so. I mean, basically you would be looking at, most people are interested in joining a flow class. A flow class? A what does that mean? A flow class would be, depending on the, the, the um, size of the studio, our studio has maybe three to four different reformer pieces of equipment, and uh, a flow class would mean you're flowing through 
one act, uh, one exercise after another in a rhythmic way. Oh. And this changes over time because there's millions of exercises that you can do if their objective is to eventually end up in a flow class, you need to do pre three preliminary classes, like intro classes, so they get those five basic principles down and they're able to jump in into a flow class. So that is a fun experience, it's a social experience, it's a safe place, and it's a great way to kind of infuse your body with vitality we talk about why exercise. Well, any type of exercise is going to be a, a benefit to everybody mm -hmm. at any time in your life. Uh, from the cellular level, you're just getting oxygen into your b bloodstream, and that carries nutrients and oxygen, and yeah, to, to your the brain, brain, to your whole body, to every cell, to every organ, so that you it, it revitalizes mm -hmm. your body. You know, some people worry about what you know when does aging begin and some would argue well just from the moment of conception you're on a decline down so how can you you know reverse that or or do the prevention the preventative measures to uh, quality have, of life yeah have that quality of life i like that yes. idea of getting to know all my bones like where is my neck and mm -hmm. where's my rib cage and what kind of pelvis I have I, I yeah. like that idea of getting to know my bones and where I'm sitting in them and how they're mm -hmm. working because I, I know in yoga you get to know you know your muscles and you get to know uh, your flexibility right but yeah. this is skeletal at a skeletal level that's pretty cool well, I think that the um, the education required for a stop Pilates anyways, the uh, instruction, you know, if you've got a base in physiology and anatomy, it's a great advantage. Whereas, let's face it, some of the stuff you get online, like I could take a yoga course online and become certified online, but who's regulating that? There's not really so a... So Pilates is regulated? Well, stop Pilates in particular is globally recognized. Okay. So it's not very easily attainable. There are, you know, so quite the personal strict. trainers you hear so much about, kind of, you don't really need much uh, qualification. Not so as much. much. I've worked in both venues. Like I've, I've been at the other end where I'm in at the educating the personal trainers end of things. I worked in Douglas College with one of my colleagues who was a teacher, in order to become a trainer of personal trainers and such. And uh, they were complaining at that time, that was maybe 15 years ago, that things were on the decline in terms of uh, how much certification that they were getting as a result of uh, a lot of independent companies coming in and shortening up the requirements. So, just so Pilates and certification still sounds somewhat rigorous, mm -hmm. uh, considering you have to know yeah, the anatomy, the biology, and a it's lot like of other um, areas. Yeah. Um, it's just a question. So in, in a pro proactive sense, mm -hmm. it seems to me it will help quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Is there anything in particular in terms of illnesses, say you've got a heart mm -hmm. condition, mm -hmm. uh, that you shouldn't be doing or should be doing? Is there something Pilates can very clearly help with versus not? Mm -hmm. Well, it's a low-impact type of a exercise. Um, you will increase bone density. You would probably get the benefits of lowering down your blood pressure and your heart rate, things that are not uncommon to any type of physical exercise. 
uh, but the low impact, uh, you know, in particular is something that people that have joint issues over time with age, they're coming to you for some, act they want to be able to move but not to damage themselves. Um, people that have ran too much in their lifetime or done too much of anything have injuries, neck injuries, um, osteoporosis and such does limit what you're going to be able to do. So that's where Pilates comes in to make things more comfortable mm -hmm. for these people. Um, in terms of arteriosclerosis, which is hardening of the arteries, again, any type of movement is going to help with that. Depression, anxiety, these are all things that people probably 55 plus are suffering from to some degree. Um, you know, just helping with the exposure to being in a social space with like-minded people to do, you know, something that's all good for our bodies together. How do, how do you go about finding a good certified Pilates class? Uh, well, on the, on the website you can plug in Stop Pilates Instructor, find out if your instructor is indeed certified and they've got, uh, the, that is a regulatory body you can find online, not unlike BCRP for personal trainers, is my personal trainer certified? I would say that it varies just as much as uh, any other profession, you know, you've mm -hmm. got to find that character that clicks with you, some somebody that makes you feel comfortable, somebody you think's knowledgeable if that's important to you, uh, somebody's got a sense of humor, I mean it depends, mm -hmm. it's, it's it as helps. unique as you yeah. are, yeah. Yeah. who you're going to connect with. Has the with the instructor, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And what about, you know, something we've been struggling, both of us, but I know Mirage has mentioned it many times, as we get the motivation, yes, uh, as we get older. Yeah. Any suggestions? Yeah, well, a lot of people currently are, are saying to me, you know, if I didn't pay up front for my 10 sessions, <laughs> I wouldn't be here because... Then you'll go. <laughs> but I've got that booking, and uh, now I've got to get off the couch after work, and I've got to, I mean, you know, I have my commitment. What, what kind of outfit do you have to wear to, uh, mm. to do Pilates? We prefer that it's tight-fitting, not loose-fitting clothing, and your hair up in a ponytail or a bun because there, it's uh, because of the machinery. You don't want to get caught up in it. So, uh, and if the tighter the clothing, we can better see your alignment and oh. make sure that we're, you're doing it correctly. So I, yeah, so this kind of thing would work well for my, I have a hip that every so often bothers me, mm. a little bit of back pain, so this is the kind of thing that would be addressed easily, it sounds, from Pilates. Yeah, just as recently as yesterday I was looking online at uh, chiropractors, you know, chiropractors. Right. Mm and massage therapy. And I think so often people turn to those remedies. That's what I was thinking, but. And yeah, I think that if these people, they would be, you know, well worth their time to get into the Pilates studio. Pilates, yeah. Instead because, of. Yeah. Because maybe the massage is just a temporary fix, maybe good for a week or a couple of days. But if I could learn what I, how I'm standing or how I'm moving that's mm. either contributing to the problem or going to help me, that would serve me yeah. better. Because Definitely. you're actually participating as opposed to a massage, it have, perhaps has its place, but mm -hmm. you, you're the recipient. 
Whereas Pilates, you're actually engaged. You're, yeah. You're, yeah, owning. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so that alone. So that's. Ah. Yeah. What I'd say to that is massage therapy. I the one I saw last night. You could tell when the massage therapist was analyzing your body that part of her problem was because of atrophied muscles, and that would address the 55 plus. Mm -hmm. We we've got some places in our body if we're not using they will atrophy and give us trouble down the road so we need to keep those muscles strong lengthened and toned throughout it's top to body front to back you know holistic view of the body you're not going to hurt yourself mm -hmm. as opposed to somebody in the gym it's the latest craze sometimes that they're putting these 55 plus people through that their body is not able to withstand the punishment yeah, especially if they haven't been doing anything for a while. And That's a good point. You know, because uh, I'm retired now, and mm -hmm. I don't, you know, aside from a little bit of Christmas work here and there. Um, and acting uh, and okay. these other things. But yeah. yes. <laughs> but, but basically, you know, uh, while I was working, I didn't have a lot of time for myself. So mm -hmm. then you wait for retirement to get back to the physicality you had in your 20s and yeah. it's hard because you can't just jump over those 40 years and go back to where you were so now I think I do need someone who's going to address where I'm at right now and kind of getting me back in a very uh, safe way and yeah. looking at non-impact and right. then just the muscle elongation so sounds to me like pilates is, is a good start mm -hmm. and maybe continuation because i also understand pilates to some degrees like perhaps yoga too but certainly pilates a lifestyle in a way well i would say that it would address people with zero to lots of exercise experience oh. so that's the beauty of it we can take it from ground zero up and then likewise if somebody's super athletic mm -hmm. it, you just you build and, and tailor to you that. Can adjust whereas yoga I don't know it depends on the practitioner the type of class um, whether or not it's going to address your personal needs so but we have small class sizes mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. so no that's fine so you you pretty much bigger class smaller class private group yeah so it depends on the level, it depends on the needs, but it's a whole range, it's a whole spectrum, is, is what you're saying. Which yeah, is, it yeah. appeals to, yeah, we which, can... Which is, which is good, and as so we know... So you say you have mm -hmm. small classes, so you can really look at a person's alignment and look at them yes. individually. Yeah. Whereas sometimes when you're at the back of a yoga class, you could be ignored, which I kind of liked sometimes. Mm -hmm. But, but maybe you've got the, the wrong movements, yeah. right? And you're yeah. misaligned or doing well, it wrong. That doesn't help if you're in the back of the class. You know? right. so, so no, that's, that's quite Especially formative. Especially from somebody who is like right now starting almost from ground zero. It might mm -hmm. be useful. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, we yeah. know physical fitness, any physical activity has been proven lots of studies that it's actually good for us, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So sounds good like, point. you know, you're 50 plus, Pilates is a, is a good way to go. Yeah. And Lorraine, just wondering, what about, you know, we've been talking women and Pilates. Mm -hmm. What about gents? Absolutely. We get a lot of couples. Couples? Oh, I think I want to come with my husband, then the two of us can... Uh, 
be aligned both together physically and emotionally. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's of great benefit. I, I can't believe the number of couples that come. And it's a great way to kind of, like you say, bond, move forward in the same direction, uh, have like interests, and it's beneficial all the way around. And maybe once we hear how to really work on our alignment, mm -hmm. we could help each other spot each other when exactly. we're walking. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So Love. there you go. Yeah. You know, gents, or, or you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Pilates. Yes, absolutely. For everybody. Yeah. So, Lorraine, thank you very much. Thank, thank you for you. your time and information. My thank pleasure. Thank you, Lorraine. I might see you, too, in the near future. Well, I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. You're yeah. welcome. And it's... Morella and Anna for the Blooming Boomers. Thank you.